Episode 732 for April 2022. And you're listening to the Spider Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Before we get to our episode of Spider History with JR, I want to thank people that made it possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. So a big thank you goes out to Gene, uh, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Beautiful Vosh, Adam, Austin, Brian, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, John P., Josh, Kelly, Laura, Noah P., O-Force 33, Ryan, Sarah, Scott F., Scott M., Will, hashtag something good for you, Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Haskimo, I'ma skip this one, Ira, J, JB, Jared, John M., Curtis, Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper, Nick, Patrick, Ryan, Sailor Sega, Stephen, Stewart, and Symbiobro, and Toby Z. Again, thanks to each and every one of them for supporting the podcast each and every month. They help me pay the bills, and I make sure that you get more episodes out each and every month. Uh, a couple perks if you sign up for Patreon. You get your name read in front of each podcast. You get your name in front of the video live streams. You get perks like uh, crawlspace stickers, crawlspace t-shirts, crawlspace coffee mugs, and hoodies. So, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Also, you get the news, and you get the uh, the review shows two weeks before the public. You get early episodes. You also get exclusive episodes, like our monthly Spider Satellite episode, only released to the Patreon members. So, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thanks for your support. Spider History with JR coming up right now. Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to our April 2022 Spider History. We can't do Spider History without George. What's going on, George? <laughs> Couldn't do Spider History without me? Yeah, I, I'm mixing it up. All right. Uh, you get the first word. Welcome. Ha ha! Ha ha! I wish I'd had... Uh, I wish I had known that going in. I'd have, played, I'd have planned something better than a monocle. That's all right. We also have Spider History with the man, the myth, the legend... JR, what's going on? Whoa, whoa, wow, the two liter of Diet Mountain Dew. You're well, you know, it's gonna be a long night, you know, because the fans demanded it. It did. They have. They've been asking for spider history for months. Like, where is it? Where is it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine why they would be wanting something other than than other than that beyond crap that's going on right now. But uh <laughs> are you reading beyond JR? Fuck. Heck no! I'm one minute and a half into the April broadcast, and you're dropping an F-bomb. So that's a no, huh? (laughs) Brad, you're asking these offensive questions. Oh my god. Why should I why should I read beyond when I can listen I can listen to the uh Spider-Man crawl space uh reviews and actually hear Brad Douglas criticize it? Yeah, I'm the I'm the lowest vote every month on these books because I'm not digging it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've oh. become the old man on the show when you guys are gone. That's interesting. Yeah, but see, the thing is, though, you took, I mean, I show my age, whereas you kind of like took care of that to where you look eternally young. You bet you, sweet Bippy. All right. Uh, let's, <laughs> we are going back to what year is this again, JR? Help me with this. Oh, my Lord. A- April. We are, going, we are going back into the 70s, boys and girls. Okay, 1970 what? What is it? Uh, it looks like 1976. 76. I was one year old when these issues came out. So we're going to do a time travel story, but we're going to hit up the amazing Spider-Man issue that came out this month, which yep. was uh, ASM 155. I will pull it up right here. Uh, good looking cover. I think it's that's, pretty that's pretty Ramita decent. looking. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of different panels inside of a web, which is always a good deal. Yeah. Uh, so take me through this one, Jr. Oh, I was about to say. Now that we're going into the seventies, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh the, smell that dying the smell pulp. of rotting wood. Pulp. Here, take another sniff. I want to oh. see it. Take it. Take a drag. Okay. Roll up that comic. Oh my gosh! <sighs> hey, real quick, what's on the back of that comic? What? That's some dude with a big. Fa- he, oh crap! He's dead. Look, okay. <laughs> oh no! Just the uh, the smell great, Brad. You've killed Jr. I apologize. Uh, I was about to say drugs are not good on uh, a man no, they're not. Uh, my, a heart at this age. Oh, it's just one of these ads for uh, LaSalle Extension University. Look who's smiling now. <laughs> you know. Oh, so I mean, you can you can join a university by cutting out the back. So that's your application for the college is to cut up the back <laughs> of your college. Comic. Well, it's a uh, correspondence <laughs> institution. You know, oh, that's a we, 1970s virtual school, is what that is. Yeah, University of Phoenix, <laughs> circa 1975, um, where where you send us you send us a check and a you send us a check and we'll send you a diploma. Mm. <laughs> so, all go right. ahead. All right, it's not selling grit though. I mean, I missed oh, the grit. grit. Wow, you, you too wow. didn't sell grit. Here, help help the youngsters with grit, including myself. What was grit? It was a magazine or newspaper, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was. It was. It was a form of uh, child labor. You know, because uh, yeah. you know the, the this magazine publisher named Grit tried convinced all these uh, Boy Scouts that you could make extra money by peddling our product and you know and earning next to nothing. It was uh, like Amway but- for children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, oh, uh, r- real quick, Mr. Comics eighty nine says Jr. cussed for my birthday, the best gift ever. Happy birthday, Mr. Comics eighty nine. Here's I, your your f bomb wrapped up with a bow, <laughs> with an f and bow. Maybe I should do cameos. You <laughs> know? <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Oh, George, wow. can you imagine that? <laughs> Crossface cameos. You get one from Jr. J- yeah, I hear you're uh, getting married. Your buddy Larry uh, paid <laughs> for this for you. Uh, why are you being stupid and doing this? You're free for God's sakes. Run, run for the hills. I cashed the check. Here's, here's a Norman Osborne line. And then he just, you know, and then, uh, there you go. Thank you. 500 bucks. Oh my JR cameos. JR is getting on cameo. Uh, gas prices got me going. Uh, the only fans selling pick selling feet picks on, oh, on the internet. It's, it's tough times, Brad. It's tough JR. times. Uh, that cameo is filling up his gas tank. Uh, <laughs> Hornacek, how many of us would pay for a JR cameo? You'd, you'd be surprised. Actually, actually, but at least one person would. Yeah, I know. All right, take me through right. this issue. All right, first you of all, we got 55 it. minutes, Fettinger. Uh, well, 52. I'm looking at 908, but uh, yeah, Missouri, uh, but, I got but, 52 but left. It, 
it's probably it's probably a little bit le- earlier or behind in Missouri because Missouri is always behind. Yeah, uh, Missouri's a little slow. I apologize. I was looking at how long we've been on the air. We've been on the <laughs> air six minutes. It's now eight oh eight. Yeah, go ahead. So anyway, um, as you recall, boys and girls, earlier in issue one fifty three, which is actually one of the uh, one of my favorite all time issues of Spider Man. Um, Peter Parker and Spider-Man came across a Dr. Bradley Bolton, uh, who was uh, working on some supercomputer and the, uh, and of course the Kingpin, we didn't know it was a Kingpin, but we later found out the Kingpin's goons were trying to get something from him. So they kidnapped his daughter and he ran down the uh, hundred yards um, of a football field. But anyways, a really good story. So anyway, so this is kind of uh, some following up on some loose ends from that. Uh, Jonah is, and Peter are going to this presentation uh, of this supercomputer that Bolton was working on uh, with a, uh, with an associate of his, who his name is unimportant. I think it was Dr. Armstrong, well, Armstrong Smith, Armstrong Smith. So anyway, <laughs> this is one of, this is one of those things that you read this. Cause I was reading this and I was getting a kick out of it. It's like, they're working on this supercomputer. Okay. It's going to catalog all worldwide habitual offenders. And now that it's completed, it will be of intimidable help in deterring crime in our streets. And mm. I'm thinking, yeah, that worked. That it's worked, right? called the all internet. We, all we got to <laughs> do is have this big computer database listing all the criminals, and that'll take care of crime. Yeah, that, yeah We that got a didn't... lot of databases full of criminals' names, and I don't think it stopped anybody. Yeah. So all it I mean, is is but, a card catalog, like in the library. <laughs> pretty well, pretty well. But it was, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's funny. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, you know, back years ago or whatever, people just had the, all these science fiction ideas yeah. of what technology could do. And all it's done is solve some problems and created others. But anyway, we find out that the doctor is dead. And not only is he dead, but he was killed by a bullet from a small caliber gun. There's only one problem. They can't find the bullet. You know, that doesn't make sense. So, well, so Spider Peter goes, well, I'm Spider. I'm the amazing Spider-Man, the world's greatest detective. So I, <laughs> and I owe Bradley Bolton something. So Bradley Bolton, I wonder if he's any related to Michael Bolton or whatever. You know, It's like if Bolton. me and Michael Bolton had a kid. Um, Thank you, Milo, for the super chat. Appreciate that. So Peter, deci- Spider-Man decides to, uh, you know, <laughs> he, he goes to the supercomputer itself, you know, it's <laughs> <That's> just funny. <laughs> What's the password? Is it password? And he gets, but I, I'll tell you though, well, even, even though it was the, uh, I mean, even though, yeah, you just don't go even in the seventies, you just didn't go in and turn on a computer and get in. But, but, uh, it is, a, it, it really, it, it, uh, it hasn't been that long ago that all the security, everything has become so relentlessly crazy, but I guess it has to be, you know, I mean, yeah. with Vlad's army out there trying to bust into every computer uh, and Zing Ping's army trying to bust into every computer, or whatever, and bring the U S economy to its knees. But we're, uh, that's, we're doing I, that well enough on our own. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, so Peter, so Spider-Man just goes to the computer and Bobo, who could commit such a crime? Ah, and then the computer gives him three names. Well, how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Supercomputer indeed. Thanks, J- Jason Sledge, Leroy Talon, and Conrad Fox are the suspects before the end of this book. <laughs> so Spider-Man decides he's going to go looking for these dudes. Well, of course, Jason Sledge is an old hitman or whatever. So, uh, and uh, he, you know, used to hang out on the Lower East Side, which at that point in time really was the Lower East Side. Uh, but uh, 
anyway, it, so he goes into this bar and th- I, I love these next two pages because they just show, they show how strong Spider-Man is. They show how strong Spider-Man should be portrayed, you know, and these guys, you know, all these big muscle bound guys decide to threaten him and he just, there you go. <laughs> and, yeah. and then, and then this other guy, uh, you know, and, and then the next guy show the next guy, he just like, <laughs> whack whack you know i mean that's spider-man that's you know, again, cool man he, he should he you know he should not be afraid of any of these punks you know and mm-hmm. then it's like tell me where to find sledge before i dance the hustle on your face dance and, the hustle and do the hustle audience feel free to join along yep anyway so he's looking for jason sledge and he finds him but Turns out Jason Sledge has uh, has seen better days, yeah. uh, and is in absolutely no condition these days to carry out a hit. So, Spider Man goes to the next person on the list, mm-hmm. Leroy Talon, um, and uh, crashes in. And of course, Leroy and his buds have done something. Oh, there's the uh, token white guy. Uh, Leroy and his buds have done have committed some kind of crime, which we don't quite know about yet. But uh, of course, the the writer wants us to believe the, the writer is it Jerry Conway or Lynn Wayne? It is Lynn this time around. All right. Okay. Well, that he might have had something to do with the murder, but it turns out uh, after some fighting, and we find out that Talon, the reason that, that he really is Talon now is because he got his arms blowed off or his, his hands blowed off by one of his own nitro blast or whatever. And now they're like Luke Skywalker hands, mm. you know? So he's got Luke Skywalker hands now. And uh, well, he almost has Spidey at a disadvantage there for a bit, but then Spidey boxes his ears and, uh, clubs him and then we find out that the crime he actually committed was a jewelry heist uh not killing the um the uh the computer wizard so spider says well that leaves conrad fox uh you know and uh, not conrad bain uh but conrad fox <laughs> from and, different uh, strokes is that who you're talking that's right different strokes wow had, had a uh, had a twin brother by the way really identical twin brother yeah wow What's this book he's looking at on a chain? Would that be a telephone book? Kids, do you know about there, telephone books? We were. T- hey, he's at a tel- He's at a public a pay telephone. Yeah, look at that, boys and man. girls again. Once again, spider history is American, American history. history. <laughs> uh, mommy, guess what I learned on a podcast? There were phone books. There were pay phones. Oh, uh, thank I, you, I, Jr. Sonny, would you like a JR isn't just for your birthday? Who I was about to say, exist. I was about to say, if little Timmy's listening to the to the to the to the crawl space, he just learned the f bomb a couple of Uh, of one and a half minutes in because of Uncle JR and his bad mouth. Uncle JR, (laughs) good God, Uncle JR is drinking again. But you guys keep insulting the things that Uncle JR loves, you know. So 45 minutes, four and a half issues left. Well, actually, go, go, old man, go. <laughs> Dance for me, monkey. <laughs> oh, wow. You can hear the hear the bones pop, I swear. Oh, All right. You're winding anyway. up for a second JR coming up. So, so anyway, so Spider-Man says, well, Conrad Fox is dead. I think somebody's been leading me on a wild goose chase. And I think I know who it is. 
How about you, Sherlock? Do you know who killed Armstrong Smith? If not, we'll take a two-page break while you decide. But no peeking, okay? That's that's in the uh, the comic itself. Okay. Hmm. So anyway, so there's a two-page break for ads, and you find out you can get all kinds of Marvel stick-ons, eighteen for only two dollars. Here, hold on, is- let me full screen you. Stick-ons. Oh, cool. And oh, and those are those like- wall things that you. Yeah, connect the arms and yeah, with the then, plan of the apes with Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, you get life size movable hang ups, you know? Yeah. yeah. Spider Man and Roddy McDowell, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, also, you can uh, get free $1 million in cash. See, oh, free really? $1 million in cash. Oh, and send this away and you'll look like this guy. Hey, who's that? Who's that dude up on that top? Is that Mile High Comics? Because I thought that was Thor advertising a comic book shop but it's not no they used to those ads used to have something some uh, like a character that was thor-esque but not exactly thor because they don't want to get sued yeah Jared, but it was, can you hold that up yeah it it's, a, it's, it's not thor it's a uh, robert bell from hapamaji new york oh yeah i always thought that was thor <laughs> that's funny but go ahead okay i have to kind of recover from that one or whatever i thought that was thor yeah I was a little kid. It when I was a little like kid, I, I when I was a little kid, number one, I knew it wasn't Thor, but two, I figured they wanted you to think it was Thor. Yeah, I was only exactly. to figure that one out on my on my own when I was a little yeah. kid. I mean, I don't know. He's got like a bee on his head and bees everywhere, so maybe he's boar. Uh but anyway, maybe he's the you, bee under. But I'm I am I'm rubbing off on you, George. And George. Both no, of you no. are making I came up with the Beyonder back oh. uh, Spider Jeopardy question. All that right. was a that was a Spider Ham character. Oh, oh did, did he make honey? Uh, he the- del- delicious honey. Oh, the Nazi honey story. Yeah, yeah. His uh, his honey couldn't be beat. Anyway, Spider Man. All right, Spider Man goes. <laughs> I to wonder, the you know, now I know what it feels like when these bad jokes come out. I get. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't stop you know me my, though, but I understand. Suck it, Douglas. <laughs> well, it right, turns Spidey. out that. The murderer is the computer itself. No, it's a virus. <laughs> no, it's not a virus. It's sentience. It's not a virus. You know the the uh, the, um, the the computer the computer doctors were so smart that they gave the computer uh, intelligence, and mm. so so you know the doctor was going to turn him off in so an angry just, face. That's yeah. the face. They, that's the face they chose. Mm. <laughs> Well, like, again, like you know, Joe Brenner getting a colonoscopy. <laughs> well, then again, this is this this is the era where uh, where we all were lining up to play Pong. Oh, how so? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I mean, you kind of gotta. It is the seventies, after all. So anyway, so the killer computer now is going to kill Spider Man, but <laughs> Mike he figures out the killer looks like Jr. <laughs> I could see that. What? <laughs> That computer looks like you, is what Mike says. That's hysterical. All right, here, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, what? My list. All right. Oh yeah. I've got. All right, Mike, um, Mike you're on it. Okay. There's uh, first of all, there's uh, uh, Tyson. Okay. Seven hundred uh, episodes, and, and he then, has a list. Yeah. And then Peter Palmer, thirteen. Uh, which in, Peter Palmer insulted George, insulted George too that day. So I'm, you know, I'm keeping my list for George. And then well, Peter, Peter Palmer is also an Oscar fan from WWE, so he gets a pass. Uh, so Mike Murdoch, M O U, no, Mike, there it is. Okay, or there's my list. Okay, 
Well, crap. I oh. admit the full screen. I'm not removing them. <laughs> right, 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 there we go. My list. Tyson, Peter Palmer, 13, and Mike Murdoch. You're, All right. If you what, if you, what if you can't find Peter Parker, 13, but you can find like Peter Parker, 12 or 14? <laughs> Will those do in a pinch? <laughs> Nope, nope. Just like I got no, just like vi- the only like uh, the true venom is venom six five four three seven. Venoms one through six five four three six will not do either. So I can't well, believe it. Tyson pissed you off like what seven years ago? Eight if years not ago? more, if not more. And you 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 still got this burning? The poor guy you? doesn't even watch the show probably anymore, but he's on the list. Yeah, he's he's moved off to tell his kids, "Hey, I used to watch this podcast." Called Daddy, Carl are you Space still on the list? Pretty cool, yeah. and he's. And, and he's not aware that like Jr. Uh, you know, like routines him or or uh, badmouths him quarterly. <laughs> At some point, I've uh, given him sort of immortality, perhaps. But anyway, so Spider Man. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I check it more than once, Matt. I mean, yeah. I got to keep my grudges up to date. Um, At his but, age, Jr.'s doctor checks it more than once. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Pee in a cup. Let me see your list. <laughs> and a stool sample. Don't oh, forget yeah. the stool. You're going to feel a gentle pressure. Are there any more names on your list uh, now? Moon River. I was about to say, well, just like the, just like the Briander feeling a gentle pressure in his lower abdomen. So, uh, but that was last month. Okay. But anyway, so Spider-Man, you know, uh, sees that, Hey, the computer, look, there's Vince. Um, well, Mr. Comics 89, you just don't get on anybody's list. It's, it, it happens to you. You know, I mean, it's like, you don't. it's not something you covet or anything. It's just all of a sudden you create some massive faux pas oh, and then look, you're on it. Matt so. is telling us to hurry up. <laughs> 38 minutes for four Still issues. four entire issues left. We're but it's just two. one story. <laughs> it's just one story. You know, okay. So Spider-Man sees, oh, look, the vents, because computers back in the 70s generated a lot of heat, you know, yeah, yeah. so all I got to do is cover up the vents, thwip, thwip, and uh, then, of course, covered the, up the air vents on the computer and it and it crashed it, burned it up, <laughs> burned it up, <laughs> blew it up good, it blowed up good. So um, if it makes you feel any better, computers today still still generate a, a lot of heat as well. Yeah, I know, but that's, that, so that's not a thing that. You were like computers back in the day. They ran oh very hot. I'm like that. That never stopped. That's still a thing. No, I know yeah, it I is. Know, but that's but, I mean, funny it's how like you it, beat this guy. And he looks so sad now instead of angry because of the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say they do generate heat nowadays. All you got to do is uh, like wear short pants and put it on your lap, and uh, you find out soon enough. But uh, but uh, anyway, these were computers back in the day. Used to be these room sized monsters or whatever. And uh, I never thought that one day. Uh, you know, I remember we were we we we, we when. Even on the early days of the podcast, the crawlspace, we would talk about, well, you know, I mean, will digital computers ever or digital comics ever replace uh, real comics? And, and of course, me being the great, for, you know, prognosticator I was, said, oh, of course not, because you can't take a computer into the bathroom, can you? Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, you so, can. Yep. Anyway. Just, just don't so leave Spider- it plugged in. So uh, Spider- you don't want to fall into the tub with you. So <laughs> computer, the computer blows up. Spider-Man yeah. says, boy, it was a great idea, though. An up-to-date file on every habitual criminal computer code. W-H-O, as in, hey, what do you know? I spent tonight hunting a murderer, and who done it? But um da dum bum <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Light uh, turned out, that one. Uh, you should uh, have to dwell on darkness for that one. 
So was that a good issue, Jr.? <laughs> oh, you know, hey, it was a one-issue story from the seventies. You know, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Issue number one fifty-six was uh, was uh, the uh, Mirage, uh, Betty and Ned getting married. Then we had a you know three-parter with Doc Ock, which the story which Brad wanted to ruin. Then issue one sixty was a one-parter from with the terrible Tinker. You know, so yeah, I mean this this was kind of a typical story from the mid seventies. Yeah. You know? All right, let's go. To... I like that Mirage story that came out after this. We oh, covered yeah. it on uh, Fight Club one time. Team Up 41, Night. Scarlet Witch. Yes. Tell me about this one. This was this was an interesting one, boys and girls, because um, if, if you remember Marvel Team Up, which for some strange reason the, the rest of the crawl space likes to affectionately, uh, well, I, I would say affectionately insult me about. You could uh, you could choose to believe it's a, it's a affectionately. Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> up to up to this time, Marvel team up had usually been one, maybe two parters. Uh, yeah. You know that uh, were pretty inconsequential. You know, P- Spider-Man meets a hero, team up, they fight, whatever, fight some bad guy, the end, split, whatever. But this one, this one started out, I think, the first true. You didn't pay the electric bill. What happened there? Well, the Scarlet Witch is mad. JR's about to blame this story for having inspired Secret Wars, which uh, inspired every crossover we've had since then. I can already feel it. It's about to happen. Here it comes. So, but actually, the it's it's witchcraft. The Scarlet Witch is interfering with my electricity. So, but um, crazy kooky. So they they'd all been kind of meaningless, dopey one and two part stories, and then this one came along, and this one was a Titanic four parter. Even though the even though the comics were only about seventeen or eighteen pages of stories back then, it was like when it didn't end at part two it was like oh my god part three and then oh my god part four and then not only that but it, then it led to a couple other stories but we'll yeah. get to that later so anyway what uh. <laughs> did you cover up the computer's vent why is your light going on and off <laughs> yeah i was about to say computer maybe, uh, maybe my computer is, uh, says your wife is sneaking downstairs and turning the lights off is what he says <laughs> <laughs> no, if my uh, if my wife ever came, when my wife comes down here, uh, it'll be for the intent purpose of putting a bullet through my head. Oh my so, gosh! You know, so <sighs> well, I mean, get married real quick, Jr. Thirty-five years of I mean, marriage, George. you know. Eventually, all you've got left is this loathing hatred. You know, you 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 fall in love. You know, there's a lot of passion. That passion leads to having kids. All right, you know. so Scarlet Witch, a witch in time. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to teach these young people something. They don't need to hear about bullets and wives. Come on, go. go. Well, they they both they kind of go together. Eventually, oh one of you is going to kill the other before. Stop long. it! Stop it! Go, go, go! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Scarlet Witch, you know, yeah. who doesn't look like Elizabeth Olsen. And I wonder if she talks in a Russian accent here. Bill uh, Mantlo, Sal Buscema. <laughs> oh, anyway. Bruce says there are no young people watching this. Oh, great. <laughs> Was it the after a minute and a half we have an F-bomb? Maybe that's why. <laughs> Is this Sam the episode Buscema, where this... JR's wife strikes back? Oh, I hope not, Mr. Comics. Uh, well, this this doesn't look like Sal's art. I mean, uh, his art is full of like a lot of lines and stuff, like the spectacular Spider-Man. But Mike Esposito helped too, I guess. So, yeah, but this anyway. is I mean, this is seventy-five. Yeah, this is early on, I think, in uh, Sal's career. Because I don't think Sal John started in the sixties, but I don't think Sal started until like the seven until like the early seventies. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there he is. So you know, Sal yeah. Buscema, Mike Esposito. So and and of course, boisterous Bill Mantlo uh, mm-hmm. doing the story with marvelous Marv Wolfman as the editor. I mean, so, the faces <laughs> full on look like Sal Buscema. Yep. 
<clears throat> anyway, anyway, the Scarlet Witch is in a mood. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if witches ride the cotton pony, but uh, Wanda's in a mood. Uh, what? So, <laughs> what? They are. What now women don't watch the show. <laughs> Good what did God. I say? I I I, I tried anyway. to cou- I tried to couch it in I, the least offensive I, way possible. I'll be fifty in July, and I've never heard that. I haven't either. But God. I feel I feel I want to hear going, it again. Go I feel go like you're go. Going out of your way to be vile now. But, but he has knew- three months worth. <sighs> but you All knew right. what it meant, right? Yeah, I did oh, the man. math, Jr. I did the math. Okay, moving on. Uh, all right. Vision and Scarlet Witch are fighting. Go. Yeah. Which, uh, well, we know why, why Scarlet Witch. Anyway. So anyway, she's, uh, she's hearing voices in her head, uh, which, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so what, what's different than, you know, any other time of the month, but anyway, um, so she decides to, uh, here's our yeah. thumbnail for the episode. Two guys out of three are face palming. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so she's she she decides she needs to go clear her air, clear her air, clear her head. So she decides to uh, fly the Avengers Quinjet to one of uh, Doctor Doctor Doom's abandoned castles. All right. So she goes to Doctor Doom's castle. One, castle. She hears these voices calling her. You know, come, come, come. You know. Uh, and then uh, she uh, she sees this light at the end of a corridor, and uh, some somebody who talks in weird squiggly balloons. You know, because it's not a it's not a regular balloon. So you know, this guy's got to uh, you know kind of be some kind of super supernatural weirdo. Uh, and so she decides to uh, in one last. Um, in one last burst, uh, before uh, she loses consciousness, she sends this flying pink ball uh, out into the uh, out into the, uh, the the hither yonder, um, and we find out the guy who is dressed as a pilgrim uh, is there uh, leaning over her. So anyway, so this flying blue ball, flying pink ball, you know, uh, finds Spider Man. Okay, now why it finds Spider-Man, I don't know. Because um, his name's on the cover, that's why. Yeah, well, that's true, I suppose. So, anyway, so the flying pink ball eventually uh, starts to, um, you know, starts to eat him up. Uh, and he starts to melt. And he goes, oh, I'm melting, I'm melting. What a world, what a world. Uh, so, anyway, so there we go. There he goes. There goes Spider-Man. Oh, he's, he's, he's gone. Oh. He's, he's dead. Well, anyway. It takes him right to Dr. Doom's castle. And uh, so we got this crazy pilgrim uh, praying to Dr. Doom's time machine. Uh, and and uh, I, uh, you know, it, <laughs> this dialogue is so bad. I'm not, you know. <laughs> it's 1975, JR, or 76 or whatever. Yeah, and supposedly talking like 1692, but uh, well well after Columbus. Two, actually, 1692, 200 years after Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Um, but uh, so, so he's praying to Dr. Doom's time machine. Uh, and he's shooting Spider-Man with a uh, magic cross because, you know, Jesus believed in violence. Uh, in fact, that you know, I mean, that's uh, sure. Why not? That's what the cross is supposed to stand for. Right. Uh, so Spider-Man gets whacked with the cross a time or two. Uh, the, the, the pilgrim who we find out is named Cotton Mather, who was a real historical figure. However, if you actually read any history, Cotton Mather quite wasn't involved in the events as much as uh, 
Bill Mantlow wants you to believe. Uh, but anyway, the, the, uh, he tries taking over the Scarlet Witch to zap Spider-Man out of existence and they almost do it. They bury Spider-Man in some rubble and Spider-Man says, Hey, says, Hey, I haven't dug myself out of rubble and Oh, probably about 12 issues or whatever. It's, it's good to visit old comic tropes every now and then. So, so he, he works his way out of it while Cotton Mather and, um, and Scarlet Witch uh, go to a Dr. Doom's time machine. And unfortunately the time, I never understood the mechanics of Dr. Doom's time machine. You know, it's like, it goes up and then like it stays there until somebody else enters a time machine. Then it goes down and then it stays there. And then it goes up. I mean, it's not cool. Like the guardian of forever, you know, where you just kind of like jump in this big swirly thing or whatever, you know? So Spider-Man says, well, you know, uh, where did they go? Oh, they went to 1692. Well, that's where I'll go too. I mean, after all this is, but wait a minute, didn't, didn't, didn't Reed Richards have Dr. Doom's time machine or did Dr. Doom have more than one, more than one time machine? As far as I know, Dr. Doom only had one time machine, but then again, I think Reed Richard, I, like Doom made it. And I think it debuted like, oh God, like I think like Fantastic Corner or five or six. Yeah. I mean, like, didn't uh, they and, go back and, and then, steal Blackbeard's treasure or something. I, like I, that? I, but I think oh, Reed yeah. took it away. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering if Reed has it and why is it here? You know, but, couldn't uh, tell you. Cause I always thought that like <laughs> Reed took it away from Doom and was like, yeah, you can't have this, even though you made it. And then Doom was like, oh, I'll never figure out how to make one another one. Oh, curses. Yeah, but yeah, as we find out later, Doom doesn't need the time machine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. so Spider-Man says, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go back to 1692. And, uh, and then he goes, whoa, holy cow, I'm in Salem, Massachusetts. And, uh, you know, all these, uh, I call them pilgrims, but I mean, I, you know, I don't know what the heck else I would call them. I mean, styles haven't changed in 75-something years. I, I like how changing the year just automatically takes you to Salem. Well, that's where Cotton's going. That's where he programmed it. I guess. I guess so. The time machine is not actually. <laughs> There's not a location dial on there. <laughs> it just says this well, is you, the year control. There's not a you know. But you didn't. But see you. But you know, it probably was there. You just didn't see it. You know, it was probably like above. You know, the panel that you're looking at. You know? Dude, it was 76. Nobody cared about crap like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> true. Only anyway, us so, today. So Spider-Man, he says, oh, 1692, the Salem Witch Riots. I don't think that's what they were called, were they? They were just the Salem Witch Trials. Salem Witch Trials, yeah. Yeah. So he calls them, and in fact, he constantly calls them the Salem Witch Riots, which, you know, back then, you know, you didn't riot because you didn't, you know, there were no grocery stores to loot and burn back then. Yeah, so and people, were, people weren't, you know, people weren't getting lynched. They were just legitimate. They were just getting convicted and hung. They weren't. <laughs> yeah, and see, like, the first thing they say here is burn the witch, burn the witch. But yeah. which, well, there it, you go. That was, a, that was a European thing. Yeah, burn, yeah. You know, they didn't burn anybody. They, they didn't burn witches in America. They hung them, you know. But anyway, that's uh, that's not important right well, now. Well, some so. Native American tribes did burn people. Mm. They did. I can say that. I'm a Native American. I can point that out. Oh, just like Elizabeth Warren? No, I'm an actual member of the tribe. I voted in tribal elections last week, by the way. Oh, my heavens. Yeah. Wow. Are you yeah. like 132 or 116th? Or? No, I, I actually, I think I'm, I may be 116th. Okay. But I am uh, like, according, like I've got enough Indian blood in me. My grandmother was full blood, right? Oh. Uh, and if you And if you were to ever like. Put me up against my my grandmother. You probably wouldn't realize that you know that I actually was my grandmother's kid. But uh, but yeah, I, for the Osage, I've got enough Osage blood in me to be a member of the tribe. Unless I marry an Osage gal, I, my kid won't be an Osage. 
Hmm. If I so, ever had, I'm 50, I'll 15 in July this summer. Like I'm going to have a kid at this point. Who am I kidding? So does that like give you a free pass into the casinos? No, um, it gives me mineral rights. Well, well I, I take that. I don't get mineral rights. Uh, my mother, mineral rights are like a hereditary thing. So like uh, my mom has mineral rights right now. And by mineral rights, I mean like a share of the oil money they get. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Osage, when they first hit oil in the tribe, and they're about to put out a movie about this called Flowers, um, Killers of the, I think it's Killers of the Flower, of the Flower Moon. Uh, when the Osage hit oil, after they got moved onto their reservation, they became the richest people per capita in the entire world for a brief amount of time. Um, richer than like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, like some of the Arab nations that had oil. I mean, like they were rolling. My great grandfather, this is a true story. My great grandfather crashed it. He was a full-blooded Osage, right? Uh, his father bought him a model t ford uh when he was like i think like 17 or 18 and then like a couple of weeks later he crashed it and to- it, it, rather than getting it fixed right they just bought him a new car that's how much that's how much crazy money they had back then the vision shows up smacks well, the guy well, around once again spider history is american history. it is kind of american history, and mr yeah. i saw mr comics 89 year six percent native american that still makes you more native american than Elizabeth, than Elizabeth Warren. Warren. Yes, it does. <laughs> so you could go, you could go get a professor professorship at Harvard or whatever, you know, claiming you were a Native American, and you would be more Native American than Elizabeth Warren. I actually wrote for uh, one of the uh, papers on the reservation. I was a movie reviewer there for a little while. I think I mentioned that on this podcast before. Wow, mm-hmm. I was about to say, you know, uh, again, spider history is American history. But anyway, we, but I digress. Twenty-two uh, minutes left. <laughs> And uh, so they're going to burn the Scarlet Witch as the stake. She uh, spits on Cotton Mather. Now, and then, like, people throw rocks and crap. And then the vision shows up. Now, you know, I I don't know how. I mean, I don't know if he rode the time machine or if he has time machine traveling circuitry or whatever. But uh, he shows up. And needless to say, his bright red face makes a really good impression on these guys. Uh, and so... Um, Anyway, so here we are. Our heroes are standing facing an angry mob of pilgrims without a turkey. So, you know, here we go. And we're that that is part one of uh, this. Let's go to part two. Part two. Spider-Man and Vision. Why did he show up? Because he needed to be the new hero in the next issue. Because in in Marvel team up, you very rarely. I mean, it was like you didn't have a story with and carry the same teams. There always had to be a new, new hero person. introduced in, in, yep. e- in each issue. So mm-hmm. anyway, so here we are, and this is when we're going to meet the dark rider. Um, and of course, you know, as a uh, vision page one vision, Scarlet, Witch, and Spider-Man uh, are again, referring to the year of the witch riots. Again, don't think that's what they called it, boys and girls. But then again, just like you don't get science from star Trek, I guess <laughs> you don't get, history from marvel team up so anyway i mean what do we have we you know it's kind of funny and i was reading i was reading this um i was reading this issue and uh again just sitting here thinking about you know what went on during this time uh and just thinking how could people be so backward and so stupid you know and then i said <laughs> yeah exactly and then i sit and think oh wait a minute not as much changed in the last 300 and something years have they no. have they this at is, all this is why uh people who are into history and it's uh, ironic that jr 
uh, host spider history when uh, only one of the three people on this podcast right now have a degree in history. Mm, there you go. But yeah, um, I make history come alive. But but it's it's <laughs> interesting, you know, because because the old phrase, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and and you when you. When you're a history major, you see it. You see it all the time, and and you know people will like, well, that thing that happened then can never happen now. And you're like, you're you're an idiot if that's what you think, right? Because this is cyclical, dude. Trust mm-hmm. me on this. Yeah. So, but I mean, again, bunch of, you know, superstitious, uh, superstitious people believe in the most idiotic things just because some other fool tells them to believe it. Um, anyway, so and, and then we get okay. So a fight breaks out, and Spider Man gets knocked out by a small group of pilgrims. <laughs> How did that happen? No idea. <laughs> uh, I mean, th- this is just one of those where you sit and it's like, he should have dismantled these guys easily. You yeah. know, in fact, I think, in fact, I think the letters page, a few letters page and a few issues hints complains about it because Spider-Man goes f- down far too easily. Um, well, then they shoot the Scarlet Witch, uh, and then the vision gets zapped by the, the cross of Jesus. Uh, and, um, well, I mean, you know, it's, that's gotta be what it is, right? That's who it's supposed to represent, you know, cross of Jesus, you know, and, and, and of course, you know, it's always okay to do violence in Jesus's name because Jesus did all kinds of violence, right? People. You know, I mean, all you, uh, whatever. I'm getting going off the deep end here. Um, you know, I, I bet the, I, I bet at one point somebody did make Jesus snap, and Jesus just went, just went the hell off. I bet that happened at least once. I bet Jesus went at somebody like a spider monkey, like at, <laughs> like at, like at some point, some dude just pushed. And he was like, okay, I've had it. I'm, and you know, and they just. He, he probably just kicked the guy's ass. Well, he didn't have to. He was Jesus. All he had to do was like, you know, like, oh, by the way, you know, uh, pss, you know, send you, burn you in hellfire or whatever. So, you know, Spider-Man so, gets shackled and chained. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> George and I were discussing, we were, we were doing, uh, discussing theology here. It's not anyway. called Christian crawl space. It's called uh, Spider-Man. Wow. Crawl space. Oh, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Come on, wow, the Christian Fred. crawl, <laughs> the Christian crawl space. Anyway, so Spider Man, you know, they're all they're all in the dungeon, and Spider Man meets uh, this guy who apparently was a real person in real life, uh, and, and 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 he basically tells how the Salem witch trials, not witch rides, people, witch trials started, uh, and. I, I don't know enough about exactly how closely this mirrors history. Uh, yeah. Well, there was a there was a John Proctor. Uh, yeah. He was uh, Goody Proctor's uh, husband. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I, this this thing doesn't. I, I don't think adhere to uh, to uh, to history quite. Mike yeah. Murdoch says Jesus fan fiction. I was about to make a very sacrilegious no, statement, but I will. No, I will. no, no. We're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. We're done. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's there, there's. <laughs> All, okay. right. All right. All right. right. Back in the story. All right. Meanwhile. All right. All right. Meanwhile, you know the anyway the Salem witch rites was a way of people getting uh, you know anybody they didn't like, uh, you know, getting put to death. You know, kind of like the uh, Spanish Inquisition just a few years before. You know. Uh, so 
that's pretty well. You know, I don't like you or whatever. I'll say I'm possessed by the devil <laughs> and everybody will believe it. Uh, and of course they did. But again, it's funny because uh, I think if you read your history, Cotton Mather was not as involved in the Salem witch trials as they make the uh, the story wants to present. He was involved like kind of like early on, kind of like setting the stage for it, but like not the full uh, you like hanging people and all that other crap. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so Spider-Man bust out, bust out of prison. Uh, he and the vision bust out of prison and they see a great light and they say, well, Hey, you know, maybe that's our time machine, you know, cause well, you know, our time machine kind of glows and everything. So maybe that's our time machine and we got to go check it out. Cause then maybe we can get back home and get away from all those, all the craziness of the 17th century. So we can go into the 20th century and experience all the naive, crazy superstition of the 20th century. So, well, you know, they go there, they go to the light, but it turns out it's not their time machine. It's the Night Rider, which I think was actually a, a, a movie. Uh, what? No, it was a TV show with David no, Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. That's All right. supposed to be a no, Trans Am, rider, not dark a guy on a horse. Oh, the Dark Rider. So it's not, it's evil David Hasselhoff. Uh, um, and not to be confused with Nick Fury. Because remember the Hoff played Nick Fury? Okay. No, I, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I turn your light off just because you didn't laugh. Again, <laughs> well, anyway, so this is the Dark Rider. Uh, and you know he's a nasty guy because he's got a big falcon. Um, no, it's a cat. Man, I've been missing all these spider Oh, well, there's a falcon there. I'm sorry. Hostess Twinkie ads. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Can't talk about those right now. But uh, so anyway, this falcon becomes giant. And uh, the vision uh, zaps the, the you know, the physician, the vision zaps the bird. Uh, and then all of a sudden we get, we see our next guest star, Dr. Ooh, Doom. Yeah. Dr. Doom says, well, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's not yet time for me to take a roll call during issue one of secret wars where I just, uh, you know, sit and point out all the villains that everybody already knows. It's not that time yet. So I'll slum in this uh, story for a while. So Cotton Mather is convinced he's the angel of the Lord. And Spider-Man says, boy, are you in for a surprise? And it's like, oh, my see, God. This, see you next month. This so, story did not end. 43. Uh, Spidey and Dr. Doom team up. Before that, Spider-Man wants you. He wants you to buy one of his web shooters for $2.19. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder did how. You, did uh, you order one of those? Oh, uh, no, I did not. No, oh, yeah. Um. I remember after the second Spider-Man movie or something, we got Spencer one of those uh, silly strings. Yeah. It was just silly string, you know, and like he, great. He, it was like he unleashed the whole can on a fence or a fence or whatever. And <laughs> like I had to spend the next half hour unwinding all that crap from the fence. I said, we are not doing this again. So, but uh, yep. anyway, that was issue number 42. All right. Take me to Dr. Doom teaming up. Issue number 43. Uh oh, and it turns out that the Knight Rider or the Dark Rider or <laughs> David Hasselhoff, uh, you know, it looks like he's got a mohawk. So, uh, wow, you know, mohawk and pointed ears. So, wow, I was about to say, not only has he spent some time on the reservation, but he's gone to Vulcan as well mm -hmm. uh, and picked up some uh, dress cues, uh, costume cues. So, anyway, so. The Dark Rider says, ah, Doom, you've come as I knew you would. Doom says, it was your power that drew me here, power greater than Doom has ever known. Well, okay, sure, why not? All right. 
you know, and when Spider-Man met Moreland, he met Moreland. He'd never been hit that hard before. Um, <laughs> I love what doom does to the pilgrim. It's a classic Buscema punch or Sal Buscema. Just the boom. That's a, does that, does that not say Buscema? Sal Buscema. No, it says, it says away. It says fool. Your master. George knows what I'm talking about. That's a classic Buscema panel. I love that panel. Yeah. Yeah. You've got like a, like a guy, like, you know, his, uh, his, his like, you know, most of the time, like somebody's like, you know, like lost a tooth, a tooth is flying out or something like that. But yeah, Buscema is great with like, Mm -hmm. uh, like these panels. Like he really sells people getting hit. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so the Dark Rider, you know, decides to uh, regale Dr. Doom with a story of Doom's own life. Um, oh, my gosh. And, uh, Look at this panel. My, that's busy. Yeah. Yeah. Where we get the, we get the history of Dr. Doom for all those of you who uh, hadn't been part of the Marvel fandom uh, and uh, didn't know Dr. Doom's origin story. So here's a nice, neat little uh, recit- recitation of the Dr. Doom. Origin story: Spider-Man fights a giant cat, uh, which uh, the which the Scarlet Witch has zapped. Uh, Dark Rider starts to absorb Doom's energy because Doom is who the Dark Rider really do, do, or the Dark Rider is interested in absorbing supernatural powers from people, and that's why he brought the Scarlet Witch into the 17th century, and that's why he's brought Doctor Doom into the 17th century it is because he wants to absorb their supernatural power. He wants to become big like the Amazing Colossal Man uh, movie from the 1950s, um, and you know as this is all going on. You know, we go back to Salem and the Salem trials and the looniness that went on there, you know, by the way, you know, calling everybody a witch. Uh, then we go back to the battle, which our heroes ultimately, I mean, really, it's just kind of back and forth. Um, you know, everybody snaps the dark rider now and then, now and again, uh, sets him on fire, but he doesn't burn. And ultimately he claps his hands or whatever. Boom. Oh no. He's that. He just zaps everybody, knocks them out. And, you know, well, here we are into part three. Got another part to go. Oh, let me, let me show you the panel of everybody zapped. There we go. Everybody gets zapped. And now, mm-hmm. all right. May the future tremble because now moon dragon is entering the picture. Moon dragon. And I remember seeing this and I go, what the blank is moon dragon? Is it like a lizard? <laughs> is it like a Komodo dragon or something? And, and, then, is, I go, uh, and, and then I go pick up the issue and it's Persis Cambada. You know, I mean, it's Drax's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like how on the cover she's got pointed ears, but in the in the issue, she has normal ears. Oh, that's funny. Cotton hoodie ear. Uh, why is she Drax's daughter? She didn't say anything about Drax here, or was like was that like a retcon or something? No, in Marvel in Marvel comics, she's she Drax originally came from Earth. Drax was originally an, an Earthling named Arthur somebody. He's he's nothing what he is in the movies. Uh, yeah. The movies is like completely. I mean, I don't know if they've changed Drax's origin since then. Uh, you know, since the movies and since uh, they they kind of did all that uh, that cosmic event stuff, annihilation and all that stuff. I don't know if they changed Drax's or, but he Douglas Arthur Douglas that was his name. Yeah, there, there and uh, and his daughter Moon Dragon was Heather Douglas. And yeah, maybe I'm had, related to him. They, they, no, they, maybe Eddie Albert is. They started <laughs> off like with an Earthbound origin before they all mm-hmm. became space people. Was yep. like he he was in New York. You no, know, he was in his wife was from New York, but he wanted to go back to the farm, right? I wanted I, I wanted to say that like uh, 
like the guy that was Arthur Douglas, like he died in a car crash and then like they, someone else used his, but I can't remember. It's been years since I've actually read up on Drax's origin. Remember Drax but, used to play the sax too, but it is completely different than what it is in the movie. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and when he talks about his daughter in the movie, he's not talking about uh, moon dragon. Yeah. So. Anyway, so moon dragon is again, one of these uh, useless heroes who exist for no particularly good purpose because well, I mean, she's an Avenger. It's like she's an Avenger. In fact, she's you know, a, it's funny because, she, you know, Vision earlier says, Spider-Man, you're such a noble hero. I don't understand why the Avengers never sought you out. And uh, Spider-Man says, well, they did once, but it didn't work out. But Moondragon's a member, right? Hey, hey, hey why not? You know, she's absolutely got no established history or whatever. Uh, but sure, let's invite her and let's invite her in the Avengers. Let's invite Tigra into the Avengers. Let's invite Jack Hart into the Avengers. Let's invite Cersei into the Let's have all these nobodies who can't hold their own comic book. But let's not have Spider-Man in the Avengers. Makes perfect sense to me. But anyway, whatever. Moon Dragon want, or whatever. I didn't want Spider-Man in the Avengers. Well, that's kind of beside the point, though. It's like it's like you're the Avengers and you want the mightiest heroes on your team. So why do you get all these losers? Who the hell? You know, it's like, so you're happy that Bendis did it finally in 2005 well, it, or whatever. I wouldn't say I was happy. It's just it's just finally. one of those incongruities. Actually, in the 90s, uh, I think John Byrne added them with Paul Ryan on pencils. He became a reserve Avenger in the nineties. Yeah. Just like yeah. Sandman in rage. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't good enough. <laughs> it, it just now, now there are obviously various reasons why Spider-Man wasn't a member of the Avengers. He didn't need to be, he didn't need them and they didn't need him, but it's just, you just sit and you look at the roster of the Avengers and you go, really, really, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, uh, whatever. Hey, check out but, this cool Salby Sima double page spread. Look at that. Yeah, well, hey, well you're getting that. ahead of me, Brad. You're getting ahead. Well, of it's yeah, almost like I'm, you're trying. It's almost like you're trying to force me to move faster. Well, I'm you trying know? to get you done by nine, <laughs> so we can do the next show. Well, that's okay because there's not really much of a story. I mean, it's like yeah. it's pretty well. It's pretty well. All the heroes are laying on this altar, um, and uh, you know, Doctor Doom's in a big glowing ball, and the uh, the Night Rider is uh, or the Dark Rider <laughs> is. <laughs> I like. There's no context. Jr. is just telling you what he sees, not what's actually going on. <laughs> And there's some grass out there, some trees. I wonder if oh, those then the are, sun uh, comes up over the hills or oak trees. And, or, and I think there's a letter page coming up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it? come on. I mean, it's like, okay, everyone's laying there, you know, cotton mather. You know, it's like it's late s- summer, folks, because the, uh, the hydrangeas are, no, never mind. The hydrangeas. You know, <laughs> cotton mather's got a knife and he's supposed to stab Scarlet Witch, but he can't do it because he's too much of a wussy. Then Moon Dragon shows up and, and hits Knight Rider with a psychic burst. Spider Man wakes up and he comes to the conclusion. The panels that, are going so fast now. By God, man. <laughs> well, because there's not, all there is is just, you know, zapping and fighting, you know? Well, and, yeah. um, God, you know, nothing much happens. And then Spider-Man says, oh, we hit him all separately. What if we hit him all at the same time? So Moondragon, Dr. Doom, Vision, the Scarlet Witch, all zap him at the same time. And he disintegrates. But um, bum that's it. That's pretty well it. Oh, my gosh. You can't even move that fast. Well, okay. you or what? We only got so many minutes. We only got so oh, many Oh, well, minutes. now you're ahead of time. Okay. So he zaps. Okay. So he gets zapped. He disintegrates and yep. you got to talk about this last panel. Cause as a kid, when I saw this, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is dark. Look at this. Well, well, first, first of all, go back, you know, Dr. Doom, when he goes back, he says, bah, I have had enough. And he uses the time circuitry incorporated into his armor. So like mm. Reed Richards by taking it, it's like, well, Reed Richards took my time machine away from me. I'll just incorporate time travel circuitry in my armor. Ha, that'll show him. Put it on my belt. Yeah. Yeah, really. 
So whatever. But anyway, yes, the Spider-Man wants to go back and save these people from being executed uh, at the uh, the Salem witch trials. And unfortunately, it arrives too late. That's dark. That's dark for the end of the story. All these people are getting hung. Good Lord. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what actually happened in real life for me. I know, but it's so dark. It's a book. The kids' book with one, two, three, four, five, six people getting hung at the end. All right, yeah. come back next month. Kill Raven. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, it's seventy six. A lot of these kids are going to Sunday school, and I mean that that wasn't always Ooh. happy. Oh, man. Okay, so that's that's it, isn't it? Well, that's it for that story. But yeah. it led into, and we've covered these issues before on Spider History. Yeah, Spidey gets on the time machine. And overshoots his time, oh, and yeah. he has an issue where he teams up with Craven, and an issue where he teams up with Deadlock, Deathlock. Yeah, before he comes back to his own time in issue forty. I, I, I think you meant Kill Raven, not Craven. Oh, <laughs> Kill Raven. Yeah, that was an abbreviation. I abbreviated it. Ah. I didn't. Brad, Brad was rushing me, so instead of saying <laughs> Kill Raven, I contracted it to Craven. Because Brad's been putting <laughs> such pressure on me what? to, to, to end well, it. Well, now you're four minutes ahead. I oh, think we, well, then I can do it. No, uh, no, no. I think we need a bathroom break. Hostess <laughs> Twinkies ad. Oh, you know, go ahead, real Here quick. we got go a Hostess ahead. Twinkies ad. Right, Spider-Man and the Cupcake Caper. Oh, nice. Um, you know, so he's, uh, MJ, you'll have to excuse me for a minute because Man Martin Malco is out there. But uh, Spider-Man webs him up saying, don't look now, Marco, but the mountain just became a mohill. And uh, so Spider Peter goes back. Sorry, MJ, I got distracted. No sweat, Peter. The hostess cupcakes you left me were a lot more rewarding to me than you've ever been. So um, dog, well, there you, you know, never, never give a girl a hostess cupcake because you're always going to come in second. <sighs> All right. Was this a good month or several months of spider history? Well, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think this, uh, this uh, Marvel team-up story actually is one of the most memorable ones. Because, one, because of its length. Two, because of its weirdness. You know, it's something I always, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, um, and, and then actually, you know, Marvel team-up was actually starting to get better around this time. Uh, because I think before long, actually, because after Spider-Man's trip to the future, and then he meets Ben Graham, then the, uh, the Wraith story starts the four-part race story mm. and that's our introduction to uh gene dewolf uh and uh then spider-man goes and he teams up with your favorite your second favorite the hulk gets yeah, shot yeah. to the moon uh meets captain britain uh so you know there's a yeah. actually actually there's there was a period of time that marvel team up was actually kind of fairly interesting it wasn't always just suck it but for there the most was, part, it and, was. and and uh, there was a, a nice little period there uh, where you also where you had stories by Claremont and Byrne. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that were we, we've talked about those quite a lot on uh, Friday Night Fights. <laughs> and then the later, other people came in. JMD Mateus came in uh, and did one with Tigra, and it also guest starred Mister Bicky with at the Quickie. Uh, if you remember the uh, the burger car- burger commercials yeah. that Spider Man and Tigra were making. So uh, anyway. All right, we'll be back. We've got one more month. Uh, we're going to take a bathroom break real quick, too. So, yes. I guess we'll that's why Brad five. needed all this I, additional time. I, I, know. I think I'm going to go ahead and go to bed. No, you got no, goblins coming up next. 189 and 200 of spec. Okay. 
Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 